Wonderful. That's good. Yeah, I've kind of worked from home today and okay, nice. went to like a little event and cut out kind of early. Of course, uh-huh. after I got my popcorn. Uh, and, you uh, and that popcorn. It's so good, people. Agree with me. Garrett's, <laughs> the Chicago mix, the cheddar, and the caramel corn. It's so good. And I was at the event and they had like little bags, like little mini bags, which is the perfect amount of that popcorn that you should have because even the small bag is too much but this little tiny bag it was perfect i can eat on that little bag a little here a little there for the next couple of days it's great love it i'm so glad it's worth a trip almost almost yeah to get there and realize i don't feel like mixing or mingling wow so you did no mix you did no mingling at all no, I. You know what I did do? They had like free headshots, so I took my headshots, and so there's something came out of it. Okay. And yeah, it seemed like there are people from certain companies, so like everyone kind of knew each other. It was very strange, except for me. Mm. So I got this from like another person who ended up. What? <laughs> Your dog is allowed. That's not um, my dog. That is the dog that lives on the other side of the tennis court. Oh my god. That gosh. dog is very loud. My dog does not bark. Okay. I thought like something was happening there. He doesn't really bark unless like someone's coming in and he's like upset. Right. So and the reason you can hear said dog today is because we've been having a little heat wave and the windows are open. Let me try and close the windows here. Because if he's out, he'll bark this entire time. Okay, yeah. So we have a nice little soundtrack. Sorry, you have to suffer. Oh, no, no let me see. I've got I the suffer. fan on. We should be fine. I suffer. I don't know if it's going to help. I'm suffer from my art here. It's um, a, little, a little muffled. Yeah. It's a little more muffled? Like he, yeah, it looks like he got okay. louder, though. Um. So, yeah. So I took my headshot, looked at some of the jewelry. Beautiful, because it was at the Kendra Scott store, and I love oh. Kendra Scott stuff. She does have really pretty things. It was so funny, because I was wearing, like, this necklace that I love to wear, that little spirally one, like, the one that's, like, a slinky. Oh, yeah, I love that necklace. Yeah, and so everyone was like, oh, my God, I love your necklace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you <laughs> always get lots of compliments on that. It is, it is, like, always, like, people, like, love that little necklace. I can't remember where I got it from, but, yeah, I love that little necklace. I feel like um, you got it from, like, H&M or someplace, like, really, like... Yeah, like, really, like, normal. Yeah. And this like, is it was just pre- a really good deal, too. Um, All that controversy. Yeah. But you know <laughs> what I want to say? I want to say that I got it from the, the H&M in Barcelona, though. Oh, that's possible. Because I remember we went in there you and did, I did yeah. buy jewelry from there. You I did. bought a couple of things. So I'm like, somewhere like real common, but like, 
Yeah, but I think it was in Barcelona. <laughs> but in Barcelona, it's so fancy. <laughs> like, oh, where did you get that? Oh, H&M. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, but it was the one in Barcelona. Yeah, so, it's the European yeah. Barcelona, not you know, not that I'll be going to any. I have not stepped foot in the H and M since the Monkey Boy business. So true, but true. I still you know have my little outfits that I bought from H and M. I go. I'm not throwing them away. Like you know, like come on. Um, I've never understood throwing away after the fact. Yeah, like all the people like the Harley Davidson. Like oh, we're gonna get rid of our Harley Davis. Like, are you really? Are you really? Are you going to do that? Like, the Keurigs and all the protesting. I was like, no, I'll just protest by not buying any more things. Right. But you already spent that money, so what? You're only hurting yourself. You're only hurting yourself. Like, and I'm a big advocate of not hurting myself. So. (laughs) (laughs) I'm saying, if the money's already spent. You know, whatever. It's all a wash. So, yes, huh? little banter 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 hi Mm -hmm. this is wait tell me everything i'm Kristen, and i'm andrea thanks for joining us yeah (laughs) thank you late night chat thank you (laughs) thank you no 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 thank Thank you you. (laughs) you're dumb so what's going on in the news Oh my goodness. Okay, so I'm really glad that you took another 15 minutes to be ready because I had to really... Nobody needed to know that. Nobody needs to know that I... Now they know that you took Uh extra time. And Uh I'm happy about it because I had two very, very awful stories. And so I eliminated the most awful of them. Thank God. Okay. Um, and so now I have one awful, but kind of slash like hopeful, and then one very light story. So we'll start okay. with the, we'll start with the the heavier of the two. Oh gosh, I'm gonna prep myself. See, because it's such like a departure. Because I've just been waving deep in foolishness. Yeah, then, you're in charge of the foolishness. Oh, and then to get brought back to. Yeah, okay. We always start <sighs> okay. off serious. Okay, I'm ready. Let's go. Are you ready? Okay. Yes, I'm laying down. I'm ready. Oh, that's not ready. How many it times do we ready. have to go over this? How many times do I tell you that this is just the way it is? <laughs> like, I know that it's better when you speak to like be sitting up or to even be walking around, but it's late and um. I want to relax and it's great because the mic stays in one place. Because I'm laying down. Uh, so it's my, it's my um, method. We're going to go with it. Oh, Continue wow, with your method. awful Yes, it's my process, rather. Let's go with your <laughs> awful, horrible story. Okay. So <laughs> from, um, this is from today's uh, CNN.com uh, article by, what is this person's name? I don't know. It didn't print. Okay. Somebody. That's the Thank you <laughs> for this article. There's no like byline. I can't find it. Um, the tie, the headline is uh, these wounds will never heal. Whilst why some African Americans are skeptical about the new investigation into Emmett Till's death. Have you heard about this? Yes, but I did okay. not read anything about it. I didn't. I hadn't read anything about it either. And um, 
Like I said, at first I was only going to do the one terrible story and leave it alone because it was so terrible. Then I saw this one, and then I was like, ooh, these are two really heavy stories. Anyway. Oh, um, God. Okay. Yeah, I'm just not even. So um, so this is out of Washington. Um, it um, starts off talking about the uh, the portion of the National Museum of African American History and Culture where uh, there's a memorial to Emmett Till and like that, his whole story. It says Mm -hmm. um, that, um, you know, so it, and just by way of background for, everyone knows the story, but Emmett was 14 when he was killed, the same age as many of the members of this youth group who are highlighted at the beginning of this article who are touring uh, the National Museum of African American History and Culture. Um, and one of the group's uh, leaders says, I see Emmett Till and I see someone who could easily be one of our kids. That's mm-hmm. Erica Smith with this ministry called G1 um, out of Inglewood. I actually think that they're out of, I, I want to say they're out of Faithful Central, this G1 ministries mm-hmm. group. Um, and oh, my he, cupcake and, um, and pumpkin were at the museum today, actually. Oh, I yay. can't wait to hear all about it. Yeah. I can't wait to go. I'm, I, I mean, know. I'm we really, really need to plan like a three, four day trip out there. And, yeah, I really you know, because it's it like late fall. For sure. Yeah. Late fall. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 1955, Emmett was beaten and murdered in Mississippi by two white men who were acquitted, but later admitted to the heinous crime. The Justice Department, in a report revealed this week, told Congress that it has reopened the investigation into Emmett's death, citing, quote, the discovery of new information, end quote. Justice officials have declined to elaborate or explain what new information has been discovered. Both of Emmett's accused killers have died. The exhibit dedicated to Emmett occupies an almost sacred space at the National Museum of African American History and Culture. It's tucked into a small corner of the section showing life in the Jim Crow South, past the films of white racists beating black men at lunch counters, the segregated rail cars, and a tower from Louisiana's notorious Angola prison. Meant to evoke Emmett's memorial service, the mood is somber and pictures are prohibited. In a museum dedicated to an often painful history, the message seems clear. Emmett's death and the civil rights movement it helped inspire require a special respect, even reverence. Emmett's casket stands in the middle of the room open for all to see as it was in 1955. Um, So news that the Justice Department plans to go back and investigate Emmett's death six decades later was met with a wide range of emotions at the museum on Thursday from satisfaction to suspicion. Uh, Reggie Tyner Sr. uh, uh, from Washington, D.C., as he left the Emmett exhibit says, these wounds will never heal. It's all Mm -hmm. right to move forward Uh, Yeah, it's all right to move forward with the investigation, but it still hurts. It hurts deeply. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tyner says the fact that Emmett's killers escaped justice is particularly Mm -hmm. painful. Um, And he says, he adds, uh, they came and took this young man out of a house in front of his relatives and did whatever they wanted to. That hurts deep. It's so painful that I can't really even talk about it. Um, And um, the... uh, the uh, lady by the name of Micah Griffey from Pittsburgh um, was there with her 10-year-old son, Micah, going through the Emmett Till exhibit and explaining to her son who Emmett was and why he was killed. 
Uh, for years, the story was that Emmett had whistled at a white woman at a store, but in a book pu published last year, the woman, Carolyn Bryant Donham, mm -hmm. recanted part parts of her story. Uh, the mom, Griffey, told her son that the men who killed Emmett, quote, had hatred in their hearts. And then she adds, the big thing about this story is that when things like this happen, the funeral director of police will say, let's have a closed casket. But the mom had courage to open the casket and let the world see what happened to her baby. It was mm -hmm. an expression of this needs to stop. Mm -hmm. um, Christina Ford, who like Pearson um, from the group, the G1 ministry group, uh, cried as she thought about the decision by Emmett's mother, Mamie Till Mobley, to keep her son's casket open for five days, refusing to hide the disfigured face of racial brutality. Let the people see what I have seen, Mobley said in a quote, mm. prominently displayed at the entrance to the exhibit. I think everybody needs to know what happened to Emmett Till. Um, and then so the Christina Ford, who's uh, one of the, the other lady in the G1 group, says the fact that she was brave enough to do that. I hope our kids can see that and understand her part of this story. And then Pearson adds that she harbors some doubts about the Justice Department's investigation. Um, as a nation, we know who did it, and we certainly know what they are guilty. We certainly know that they are guilty, she mm -hmm. said, referring to Roy Bryant and his half-brother, J.W. Milam, the two men who told the magazine a year after the murder that they committed the crime. Right. So what, um, so she adds, so what would this investigation tell us that we don't already know? Would it be helpful to see all the answers there in black and white? I guess so. But if there is, that could lead to more anger and to more frustration. Um, and then another gentleman by the name of Harold Kenny, 79 years old from Cleveland, says he remembers hearing about the news reports of Emmett's death at the time he was 16, just a few years older than Emmett. And Kenny says... He considered Emmett's murder a cautionary tale at the time. Mm. After returning from service, yeah, after returning from service in the Korean War, he told the military he would not serve on a base in the American South. He says, I was willing to go to jail in the military, the stockade, to avoid being stationed in the South. Instead, he was assigned to Omaha, Nebraska. Um, this happened 60 years ago, he says. I'm trying to think what it could be that would lead them to think they could reopen the investigation and move forward with justice. So that's, um, that's kind of the, the long and short of it. There isn't a ton of information just because obviously the Justice Department hasn't said what this quote unquote new information is. Mm -hmm. um, so um, yeah, I feel like the it, I, I definitely feel like it's been, I think a part of me certainly is curious as to what the new information is or like what new information could there possibly be given that the two men who were accused did admit that they did it right. and that the woman that caused the whole thing to begin with um, also right before she died admitted that she, that, you know, part of her she story lied. was false and that she mm -hmm. just lied, you know? So you know, I'm like, I'm like, okay, what, I'm, I'm mostly just curious, like, what else is there to know? Honestly, <sighs> I am so tired of, like, empty gestures. 
Like, at this point, justice was not served. These people went on and lived their lives um, probably with no guilt because anybody who would do something like this and then talk about it later and, you know, kind of just, you know, as if it was nothing. Like, so they've just gone and lived their lives. They're dead now. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. Emmett Till's mother's passed away, I believe. Mm -hmm. So, like, what? Like, Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's an empty gesture, and at this point, I don't care. I'm like, I don't care about an empty gesture. I'm like, it doesn't. They eluded justice, and that's the way it is. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. The thing is, I mean, and that's I think that's the part that's difficult. Really, ultimately, is if if everyone who could have either benefited from more information has died and everyone who could have been held accountable has died then it is almost just like writing a final chapter of something that's kind of already done you know so I'm that's a, the part I, that's yeah go ahead, go ahead. no i'm just gonna go out on a limb and assume these people don't have estates so um, like, you know, there's like, you know, maybe some restitution that could be made through their estates to go on to like uh-huh. do something positive for members of, you know, that community that he passed away in or his community that he was, um, you know, from that he was from. Like, you know, unless that's something that could happen, like, I don't care. I don't care about the Justice Department saying con- officially confirming this is what happened when we all know what happened. Right. I mean, I do think that there is some, not, not in a way of justice or even satisfaction, really, of any sort. But I do think that if they're, if they, whatever, if whatever they have is confirmation, which I'm assuming it will be, of what we already know, um, I think it is necessary, I guess, to put that down in writing, like make that an official thing. So as to like add it to like the historical like ending end cap of this story, but not for the sake of you know it feeling like oh well now we're satisfied or now we're now there's justice has been done or anything like that. Obviously, that opportunity has come and gone. Yeah, um, there's no satisfaction sixty something years later. No, there can't be when everyone has known for all that time that this is what happened and no one's pursued this, or right. I guess they have like you know later, but. You know, whatever. There yeah. was some illusion somewhere yeah, that they there was had, like an, they had yeah. opened it again and they nothing. Did. And then, like, and then it, so there was, but nothing like at that point, there was nothing, no new information or no whatever evidence or whatever. Um, and that it was sort of like then it was shut again. Um, but even that was like, that wasn't that long ago. That was only like maybe another like 20 years ago or something. Right. Like, um, so it wasn't like, oh, something happened at the time or even, even 30 years after the fact, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah. So, I mean, I do feel like, yeah, it's just, it's a frustrating thing. Like it's, it's frustrating to have any sort of confirmation so far past the point of it being meaningful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel like whatever you have, like, yes, let's put it down in, whatever the annals of history so that we're all clear like that we were that what we knew was 
the the case was the case all along, you know. Right. So, so yeah, hmm. so that's a tough one, but I do, um, you know, and maybe you know, and maybe there is some help. Maybe there's some something to be um, done for that community or done for his, um, you know, his descendants or something mm-hmm. to that, you know. And again, like um, being. Um, being someone who's, you know, possibly like in his lineage or whatever, um, there might be something to some level of like closure with that, that is just really, you know, just more intangible than anything else. So who knows? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh gosh. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. I just, it's such a sad, every time I see his name, it just, it's, it's just, I, I mean, it makes sense why he was, why his death and his, especially, you know, the whole thing with the open casket and his funeral and memorial services were such um, a spark to really ignite, um, you know, have always been the marker of um, the civil rights movement really being mm-hmm. um, taken off because it was just so, it, it puts such a face on um on the brutality of, of racism in the South. And, and then and what... it opened it up to the world. The world could see. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the killing of a child. Yeah. For nothing. For so nothing. And this is happening in America. So, yeah. So that, yeah. And I think of, have you ever um, read the B.B. Moore Campbell book? Um, uh-huh. Remember her back in the 90s? Mm-hmm. I know um, her. Your blues ain't like mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I read it back then. I couldn't tell yeah. you. Yeah, no, but it's kind it of now. like kind of based on this story. Like it was uh-huh. kind of like a similar premise and sure. kind of like what happened to the families, kind of uh-huh. after like living with this kind of thing. So it was, uh-uh. yeah. I just always, you know, remind. I always think about that book when I think about it. But yeah, I haven't read it in since the nineties. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I don't remember anything about it. But yeah, I do remember. The, yeah. um, it then so mm-hmm. yeah so just um very sad but um you know we'll see we'll see what they have okay yeah we'll be on the lookout okay so mm-hmm. what's your upbeat story we have to have a bridge before we get into the foolishness okay this is a total like it's it's not i can't even really call it a bridge because there's no like proper segue out of that story into anything else no and this is so like this is so in like a completely different news category. So I'm just going to make that disclaimer so that no one thinks that I think that there's some way to get to this from there. Okay. Okay. You have my permission. Uh, This is off of the uh, foxnews.com website. Um, The headline, um, the byline here is by uh, Catherine Lamb um, from today's um, uh, news stories. The headline reads, Build-A-Bear closes lines for pay-your-age sale (laughs) (laughs) at U.S. stores amid chaos. (laughs) Chaos, I say, chaos. Um, So did you hear about this, this pay-your-age? Well, yeah, because I sent this to Nasia, who's been on the podcast, for her little ones, like, as recently as yesterday to remind her about this for the little for my little friends and so she talked about it with her mother because apparently if you sign up for their club you get the same deal 
And so their birthday is like in a couple of weeks. <laughs> so uh-huh. she's like telling her mom to just like take them on another day and like do this or whatever. And so I'm like, who thought this was a good idea? Like, I don't okay. know, but you know, I mean, it sounds like a cute, actually, I mean, it sounds like a cute idea, but apparently, but it's summertime. But it's summertime. People are out with their children, and people are taking two-year-olds and four-year-olds to get like, yeah, a two-dollar Build-A-Bear. That you know, I feel like it's a scheme that American malls put together to get people to (laughs) go to malls. But the thing is, in the summertime, you already go to the mall because it's the biggest air-conditioned place you can be. True, but like malls are not what they used to be like people go other places like malls are not as crowded as I remember them being when I was growing up and like let me tell you they made it crowded yeah and (laughs) And they they had no idea yeah I was looking at the the, um like message boards or like the um the thing that people are like well I ended up going such and such and such and then we went to go eat the cheesecake factory I was like plot okay go on Not plot, not plot. Plot by American malls. Wow. Um, So Build-A-Bear Workshop was forced to stop accepting customers for its pay-your-age sale on Thursday after thousands, so this is today, thousands of eager children and their parents flocked to stores across the United States, creating chaos that even authorities could not control. The toy company said local authorities had forced locations to limit the number of people in line after massive crowds gathering outside stores, including in malls, caused safety concerns. Here's the message that they posted on their websites. Urgent alert per local (laughs) authorities. I saw it. We cannot accept additional guests at our locations due to crowd safety concerns. We have closed lines in our stores. We understand some guests are disappointed and we will reach out directly as soon as possible. So Build-A-Bear confirmed rumors about this discount earlier this week. The promotion, which uh, for bonus club members, allowed customers to buy any stuffed toy for the same price as their age. The price of a full price stuffed toy could range between $12 and $65. Yeah, they could Um, be pricey. Yeah. So, um, the company had said, it's easy. How old you are is how much your furry friend costs, right? So cute idea. The promotion was so successful on Thursday that it incited both happiness and anger in stores in the U.S. and across the world. Um, several from the malls nationwide showed children and their stroller-toting parents standing in long lines that wrapped around floors several times, lines that extended around parking lots, as customers waited in the summer heat, even holding out umbrellas to shade them from the sun. At the Park Meadows Mall in Lone Tree, Colorado, a store worker said an estimated 1,800 to 2,000 people were waiting to snatch. They can't fit 1,800 bears in a little store in the mall. Right. So, but there were people that were waiting in line to stand a discounted stuffed toy by, and this is by 11 a.m. this morning. There were already that many people in line. Okay. You know, I go into logistics mode. They should have had a little ticket and like this, how many bears we have. Ticket, ticket, <laughs> ticket, ticket. Everybody who don't have a ticket, I'm so sorry. This is what yes. it said. They did say while supplies last. So, they okay. did say while supplies last. So those in line were expected to wait six to eight hours, the store worker told um, the, the Denver uh, television station. 
One father told a San Jose, California uh, TV station, KGO, that he arrived at the San Jose, California location at 5.30 a.m. to be the first one in line. He said, my son is seven years old and I figure he needs a Build-A-Bear toy. And today is my 50th birthday, which makes it even more special. Awesome deal, especially considering it's normally $35. Many parents were left fuming once encountering the long lines and hearing about the cutoff. Those who were able to get in stores said the promotion was worth the wait. Um, oh, Jesus. Okay. So there was people tweeting left and right, like all these tweets. Um, one um, from at KGUN9. Look at this line. All of these people are waiting to get into hashtag Build-A-Bear for their hashtag pay your age. Others left or got a $15 voucher. The store is giving out. Um, oh, yes. Okay. So, like, they did give out $15 vouchers um, at because at, if they cut, so uh, they cut the line off at some point. So people beyond that point got a $15 voucher. Um, and then um, another... Um, then people like were like taking the social media to to let others know like don't come they already closed the line at such and such mm-hmm. mall or whatever you know, and then um, this uh, this is from the UK uh, an angry parent in the UK wrote on Twitter at Build a Bear not being able to supply the demand on your pay your age day is bad making kids have to attend and being turned away at the door is disgusting Hashtag... wait 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 do did they make kids go <laughs> they made them go. Okay. Made, you oh, made my Jesus. kid attend. Oh, hashtag gosh. promo fail. Hashtag pay your age. Hashtag build a bear. Hashtag like, angry okay. parents. <laughs> have these? Have you been to a build a bear before? Yes, girl. Because I'm, you know, me and a uh, little Miss uh, uh, Ava. I made her a little okay. bear. Remember yeah. before she left? Okay. So as you know, this is not a process that you can just walk in and walk out. Like there's right. a whole thing that you have to do. Right. So I'm like. This is not like a I'm gonna go to Target, get this toy, and go to the line, like, and it's over. Like, this is like an experience. So, oh, geez, this sounds, yeah, yeah. So, another parent tweeted, "My my Dill and I spent over two hours at the Nashua NH Mall, beginning before ten, and had to leave when our four littles began to cry. Very disappointed the experience." Another says, I love you at Build-A-Bear, but today I was disappointed. I waited three hours with my kids and then given the same coupon they gave to people who just went to the front of the store without waiting. They originally cut, cut off behind us. There were still bears slash supply. Um, so, yeah. so but, the, but they had to cut off because of the safety issues. So, like, they said, like, yeah. some stores had more bears, but it wasn't right. a supply thing. It was a safety right. thing issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're saying authorities made them do it. Yeah. Like, it's basically, like, the fire marshal coming in and saying, like, we can't have all these people just standing around. It's a hazard. Right. With um, children. Okay. Not a mother. I always have to say this. Not a mom. But I cannot imagine standing in a two-hour line. Not even a, they said, six to eight-hour line. Yes. With yes. toddlers or babies right. and strollers. They're not built for that. You know they're not built for that. What are you no. doing? No, yeah, like that's the thing. I'm like, here's the thing. Okay, so there's a promotion. I'm gonna go check it out. 
if I get there and find out that we're going to have to stand around for longer than 30 minutes and I've got four little kids with me, we're, I'm going to be like, you know what? Never mind. Like, but we're just not going to go. Yeah. This sounds like you a know, like, bad parent. <laughs> you know, as much as it sounds like a pr- promo fail, this sounds sure. like a bad parental decision fail. <laughs> like, like, this is I mean, like on a lot of fail. people's parts, because like, why yeah. would it's like, you're not, again, you're, like no one, no one did make you go. And if they're, you know, if it looks like it's going to be a disaster or your kid, you know, you know, your kids and what, and you know yourself, like what you can handle or whatever. Right. So I would just, you know, I can't imagine like signing up for it once I get there. Cause it'd be like, okay, well, you know, I get that we're here now and maybe, but maybe not. And we just go to, like you said, go to the cheesecake factory and go have some, you know, childless <laughs> me. Cause like I did with the whole, like, remember when Mac did that free promotion, I think where you got like a free lipstick, you didn't have to do anything. Uh-huh. So I was like, oh, okay. I went and saw the lines. I was like, no, thank you. This is not worth my time standing in line. Right. For even if it's fourteen fifty nine, I don't care. Like that's not worth my time, right? You know, like you know, we make more than fifteen dollars an hour, so we're not <laughs> gonna stay in line. <laughs> right, it's just not that serious. So I'm with this one parent in Houston, Texas, who uh, was interviewed by KHOU and said to the interviewer, "Well, it is what it is." <laughs> So I feel like they do just like, you know what? It's just, it's just, is what it is. Like you, they had a promotion. It was limited supplies. You know, they don't have, they're no, they're not obligated to give me anything. Like this is a promotion. So just. They are not obligated to give me a bear. No. And they definitely did not make me come. So they did not make me go with my children to build a bear. Make them Someone had a hilarious um, post where they were like, um, I'm so upset, Build-A-Bear. I drove 17 hours with my four children. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they had like all these like lists of reasons. Why it was hilarious. People were cracking up. And of course, there were those people were like, well, my child is, you know, sick and, you know, have medical problems. And this would be their very first Build-A-Bear. I was like, oh, gosh. Lighten up, people. Oh, my gosh. I mean, and the thing is, yes, I get that paying, you know, $5, your five-year-old paying $5 for a bear that's typically 35 is a great deal. But it's still only $35. Like, if you really... But the thing is, like, one lady's like, I went to Walmart, got one for $4, and, like, her kid doesn't know the difference. Like, right. especially if your child is, like, little, they literally don't know the difference between a $4 Walmart bear and a build, $35 build bear. Like, and like you said, you're, like, you're paying for the experience or whatever. So, like, yeah. the thing is, if you're, like, if you really, if your heart's really set on giving your kid the experience of actually doing the Build-A-Bear process and coming out with the little bear that they make and dress and all of that, then great. And like, then, you know, just spend the $35. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I get that everyone's in a different like, price range, but it's not like birthday. Wait until the birthday, wait until whenever. But it's not yeah. like it's such an exorbitant cost. Like, we're not talking about American Girl dolls here that are, like, ridiculously expensive. Oh, God, like, don't, we're not even going to the American <laughs> Girl 
Good Lord. That was like, okay, why their clothes cost as much as my clothes? That don't make no sense. They do. I mean, and I've, you know, whatever. I've taken, again, I've taken Ava to American Girl. She has an American Girl doll because I got her one. That's fine. Uh, I'm just saying, like, Build-A-Bear isn't that. It is, I think, within most people's, like, the average person's reach. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I get that it's a great, I get sales are great, you know, discounts are great. (laughs) Like, it's all terrific. But... Honestly, like if you didn't, some make things it, aren't like, worth the just, hassle. It's just not worth the hassle, and you could probably like not buy a Starbucks like every once a week, once a week for the four or five weeks, and you'll have your build a bear money if that's like if you're that tight on money, you know. Or you so, can start a GoFundMe for it. Yes, and <laughs> people can all like donate dollars and cents to your mm-hmm. build a bear project. I mean, honestly, like it's just. It's it's not it's just not that deep. It can't be. Well, you know, again, my non-parent self. It's so my non never parenting self. It yes. never would be for me. Like I just can't imagine. Again, that's why I'm not a parent. I could never imagine doing something like this. So yeah, no. With our non-parenting selves, neither one of yeah. us can imagine ever going to these links for a stuffed toy. Because my whole thing is like, I can't imagine going through all of this for me. <laughs> So, and especially, like, you know, I know, like, if your child, like, really wants something, you'll try to make it happen. But if sure. they don't know anything about this Build-A-Bear promotion. Mm-mm. So. <laughs> right. And here's the thing, like, because, okay, you know, like, I um, I taught children, school-age children for a very long time. And for me, one of the big things was, like, learning, like, you know, oftentimes, you know, when there was... Um, we had a few times where there was something that we we're going to go do or whatever that was like turned out to not happen. Like, you know, whether it was a field trip or some kind of like assembly or whatever. And I learned really quick to be like, you know what? I'm just not going to tell them about it ahead of time. Because otherwise I have to like manage their disappointment about oh, the thing. Oh my gosh. What you call is really good with that. Who? Um, bestie. She was like, okay. yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to take the, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to come up, take the girls here. Because she also knows that my schedule changes, like, on a drop of nine. And she's like, mm-hmm. okay, like, I just won't tell them until, like, you're confirmed. <laughs> like, right. Please don't tell. She's like, Cause one, I don't want to hear about it every day. Right. And two, like, yeah, I don't want to manage their disappointment if, like, it doesn't happen. And I was like, absolutely. So, you know, I mean, and that's why, and again, taking that same premise, like, if I was going to try to get in on this Build-A-Bear thing, for all they knew, we would just be going to the mall. Right. Like, they would not know why we were there or whatever. And if it worked out, great. Big surprise. You get a Build-A-Bear today. Mm-hmm. And if it bear, doesn't, you get a we bear. just, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but not uh, you. But not you, because we're not staying in line. So, you know, um, I just, whatever. But again, with our non-parenting selves, what do we know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was my clearly much lighter story. Okay, so we go from Emmett Till to Build-A-Bear. Perfect. <laughs> again. If you're there still no, there, there's, there's, no, there's segue. no segue. There's no segue. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about the um, the Papa John's guy. Oh, you know, I saw that story, but I was, I was, I felt like a kind of a, okay, I don't oh, know, I just was not, what did he do? I don't, like, I didn't know enough about it, like, like I guess he, he made used some. The, he used the N-word on a conference call. <laughs> oh, nice. And so, 
Um, and so he had to step down because that was caught and recorded. Yes. Okay. There you go. He's been problematic for a while. So he stepped down from one thing earlier, but now he's just officially like resigned. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because he was, he, um, I can't remember what position. I know he was like the CEO and something else, and he had stepped down from one thing earlier because of all of the kneeling controversy that he was involved with. He had commentary about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, and he's, you know, a big Trump supporter. So that was already like a thing. And now the N word, that just was the final like cap on the lid on the box. Like that was it. Everyone's like, okay, yeah, you're. Pop John's like, yeah, you're done. Yeah. And I saw, so I saw like just, I I basically kind of like read the headers on that story. And then another one that said um, that apparently today um, Papa John's um, stock um, actually rose for the first time. And I don't know how many, you know. um, Yeah. Cause it has started to drop like after his whole like, you know, anti, you know, cap stuff. So, yeah, yeah, so it finally went back up. So that was um, actually, I think when I was on Fox News website looking at this story, the Build a Bear story, um, that was a separate headline um, that I that I passed by. So, um, so if if nothing else, like Papa John's is benefiting from um, his stepping down finally. Yeah, they so. were like, why didn't we ha- make this happen sooner? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently, the, uh, I the think one of them set him up. They were like, yeah, let's get. Let's get this Negro out of here. This non-Negro Negro out of here. This non-Negro Negro. Was <laughs> <laughs> the thing that um that like Solange called somebody. She called a white man a nigga, but she said like you non-nigga nigga something crazy. I was like, she is insane. She's the same uh, person, but yeah. So. Okay. Oh Lord. Moving on. Viral Vox. Moving so, on. What do you have? My viral Vox is going to be those little Cardi memes. Have you seen those? I posted them on oh our social gosh. media pages. They're hilarious. I did. I didn't know who it was. So because the person, the person who I saw post them, you know, there's like 25 of them or something. Yes. There's so many of them. So many of them, and it was like someone had posted and was like basically like you know the like the like laughing tears emoji, you know, like over and over and over again. And so I looked, and I so I'm flipping through up like because they're hysterical. But yeah. I was like, I don't, you know, like I had no, I was like, who is this little kid? So it's a little Cardi B. So people, like, I don't know, she posted it on something or her mom or who posted her sister, this picture of her when she was a little girl. And people were like, she looked like she, uh, that's the little, you know, little girl, like telling on somebody. It's yes. Open. All of these memes were the memes born little Cardi telling on yeah. folks. My mom said, you got to play with me. You know, just yeah. so many. So I posted <laughs> on our, so, of like, I think about eight or nine on our social media, on yeah. our Facebook and Instagram, because they took me out, girl. I was like, yeah, no, they're people. hysterical. And she's posting stuff, too, to her Instagram going like, y'all ain't funny. Like, y'all need to quit. <laughs> it is funny as anything. <laughs> it is so classic. Like, I mean, because it's such a, like, First of all, there's so many funny things about it because it's such like the nostalgic, you know, mm-hmm. picture that everyone has where you're like wearing 
a random little outfit that your parents have bought you that like is so uh you know connected to the the day and age and the era that you grew up in and your crazy you know, hair your crazy hair because your parents let you walk around looking crazy and you know so, and so, then just little girls are just all sassy like they're just all sassy yeah so sassy little girl like kind of you know like stance and look on mm-hmm. her face or whatever so all of it like there's so much about it that was just like on its own like a funny picture mm-hmm. then you add all the captions that people added on like that was just it it was classic it was it just was classic so good yeah so I pushed that, you know, that was hilarious. Like I said, well, that was more a visual thing. Mm-hmm. To the Mike Epps, Kevin Hart beef. Okay, so, I don't know anything and, about this. Okay, so apparently they've had some beef for years, and it was reignited this week. So Mike Epps shared a picture of him and Eddie, Eddie Murphy on the set of Netflix Dolomite. So okay. someone commented on the picture, Eddie Murphy is funnier than Kevin Hart still. To which Epps replied, blank, everybody is. So, um, apparently word got back to Kevin Hart um, about this little comment that... um, That everybody's funnier than Kevin Hart. Right. Right. Ain't no lie about that. So, okay. Nothing but facts. Nothing but facts. Right. So, I'm like, okay. And especially, like, okay. So, I have my final commentary at the end. So, um... So Kevin Hart's little minions um, were on the case, and I guess it got back to Lil Kev, and so he replied on a post, on that same post, with, it's a shame that not everybody is selling tickets like me, though. So I was like, okay. Again, like, when you're winning, you don't have to tell people you're winning. You just live your life. So, again, he is the classic case when people talk about little man syndrome, but anyway. so He is such a little man. Okay, I told you, like, I saw him at that Nick Cannon comedy show. Yes, yes. He is even shorter than you ever imagined. Like, I, like, turned and I could have, like, hit him with my elbow. Like, he's so small. He's tiny. (laughs) So I was like, it was jarring how short he was. It was jarring. It was. I was like, oh, my God. It's jarring. He's like <laughs> just a little bit taller than a little person. Oh, that is hysterical. Oh it was God, really terrible. crazy. Anyway, yeah. So I was like, <sighs> like, like I said, I like passed by him in the hall, like, and I was just like, oh my God, you're so tiny. Okay. So it didn't die there. So one of this, one of these kind of gossip places, um, comedy hype posted uh-huh. about the feud on their Instagram page. Mm-hmm. And Michael Epps um, commented that this was not newsworthy. Like, why are y'all mm-hmm. like kind of like feeding this? This isn't new newsworthy, whatever. Trying to kind of just like squash it, say it's not a big deal. Oh, but Kev did not let go. He had to uh. make a comment. So he asked Michael Epps, and this is what he says. All I can say is that you're misspelled. A sad individual. Your Y-O-U-R? Yes, he did. Oh, go ahead. Okay. I talked to you. I was like, if you don't clap back, at least, you know, make sure all your grammar is together. At least basic grammar. (laughs) Please. At least have it be clean grammar. Basics. 
sister. Basically, I talked to I talked to you several times face to face in attempts to put the BS behind us. I even reached out to you like a man and tried to get to the bottom of your bitterness. When will you realize that my success has nothing to do with you or your journey? Unlike you, I want to see you win. I'm actually a fan, champ. I'm praying for noise. I'm praying for the day that you will realize that so many of us entertainers have a crabs in a barrel mentality. Mentality spelled wrong. You are the <laughs> biggest crab I know. I will continue to shine and continue to make history and continue to do comedy at the highest level. If that makes you sick, then so be it. I will hand you a throw-up bucket because because this next year that I'm about to have will be my best, Mr. Bitter. While you worry about this grown little man, please know and understand that I, that all I am, all I am worried about is success. Hashtag catch up. So angry, just an angry little man. (laughs) Very angry. Very angry. So, okay, so for some reason, Nick Cannon decided to jump into this. Well, how did he get involved? He involved himself. So, So the Shade Room, who, you know, anything that happens in Black media culture ends up on the Shade Room. They catch... Mm -hmm. All kind of mess, and people tag them and everything, so they know everything. They have an army of people with the, the mess. So on the um, so the shade room posts about what you know. This is not newsworthy. Get the f out of here now. Post that from um, Mike Epps, and then they post uh, Kevin Hart's response. So Nick Cannon responds to the shade room post on Instagram. Okay. Okay. So again, Nick. Nick, no. So he goes, Lions don't lose sleep over he, I want them to spell check over should be the, over the opinions of sheep. Kings don't bicker. We too strong and beautiful to highlight hate. It's enough of the white man's money to sprinkle around to make us all giggle. And the thinking emoji. (sighs) Not and, the thinking emoji, like that was deep. Uh huh. And so Nick, <laughs> uh, Mike Epps goes, it, and he asks Nick Cannon, "If you don't shut your drumline, teenage forever looking ass." <laughs> this is all so stupid, but that is really funny. Okay. <laughs> and so this is the last thing. Cause this is the last thing I've read. Okay, so. Mike Epps responds to Kevin Hart. And I think this happened yesterday or something. But this is the last thing I've read. At Kevin Hart for real. You still starving to be a victim. I said it wasn't press worthy. And here you go as usual trying to show the world how great you are because people pick on you. Get the F out of here. You have a long line of blank to clean up before you can hand me a blank mother blanket bucket. Wow. Wow. This, <laughs> I've been doing this stuff 25 he didn't say stuff 25 plus years. i figured yeah just know that any like nice thing i say it's it's a bad word okay Got 25 it. plus years mr victim don't get too cute little brother this blank is a lifetime achievement and stop following my comments around the world wide web how do you find this stuff not stuff i talk about everybody but you always take it personal 
the whole internet talk about you. So don't stop here. You got a lot of responding to do. And for everybody reading this, me and Kevin been knowing each other too long, so this is not a beef. If it was, I would have never responded. Again, like I told you face-to-face, congrats on everything, man. You seem to be a great person. But you, but I still don't think your ass funny. Wow. wow. And my only commentary is, honestly, I don't think any of them are funny, except for Eddie Murphy. Who what is what which is what the original commentator said. Right. And that's what's really actually <laughs> funny about this whole entire thing is that the one person who is actually very funny and right up there with like comedic genius level funny. Legend. Yeah. Legendary funny is the one who actually is not saying anything because right. he need not ever say anything because right. everybody needs to bow down. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all, these, all these dudes. So that's just hysterical to me because I'm like... It's so ridiculous. So at the end, I'm just like, okay, none of y'all funny. None and of y'all funny. Kevin Hart, like, you real sensitive. I need you not to be so sensitive. Yeah. Really, because it's too easy. Like the short, the short jokes are too easy. Like you can't be that short and be all in your feelings and come out fighting every time. That's been your whole life, dude. Like you should have the thickest of skin. Yeah, like you can't. Don't every ring that's set up doesn't mean that you're invited to. Doesn't mean you don't. You don't have to step into every ring that you're invited into. Right, and I was like, and I'm not funny, but I'm like rich over here with my wife number two, my family, like living large, got my little um scooter. I'm riding around in. Like, you good? Why are you? You know, in the yeah, in the um, in the society and you know the world in terms of your bank account, you're winning. Why are you have to argue back and forth on Instagram with uh, Mike Epps? Oh, yeah. So it just makes no sense at all. None. None. Okay. That's hysterical, though. I'm so, still yeah. laughing at I'm still laughing at him being jarringly short. <laughs> it's so crazy. He was so little. Oh, Lord. He was, so, he was a little man. I was, I was, there, I was like, yeah, because I was telling somebody else about the story. I was like, he's like literally the littlest man I think I've seen. Like, who's that? Like, a little person. Because he's not technically a little person, but he's so short. And he's also always, he was surrounded by a bunch of really tall, like, buff guys. You know, I guess. Well, because he has security. Yeah. Yeah. So he had like a bunch of security with him. And then it's just like kind of him in the middle. And I was just like, you know, okay, anyway, um, I'm not going to only... tell any more short jokes or talk about his height. <laughs> you know, he's tall when he stands on his wallet, so. I'm uh, sure. <laughs> Except that's not something that people do, so no worries. No, yeah, okay, you know. Oh, of course, I always have to think about my short people song that I love so much. Oh, you love that little song. Oh, it's Randy Newman. What a treasure. What, what a, a gift treasure. to the world. <laughs> what a gift what a to the treasure. world. <laughs> Great I love LA for sure. I don't know about short people being short people. What a treasure! <laughs> He's the best. Um, okay, so wait, tell me everything. Just a few yes. things. Get this going. Um, so number one, we've already mentioned her before. She's been pregnant forever. Cardi B has welcomed her first child. Oh, um, she finally had the baby. She finally had that baby. I was like, God, what did you know? Can you find out so early somebody's pregnant? It's forever 
especially in pop, you know, pop culture or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she finally welcomes her first child with her husband, Offset of the Migos. Um, it's a daughter. She's born on July 10th. Her name is Culture with a K. Um, Kiari Cephas. What? So, um, this is the first baby for Cardi and Offset's, Offset's fourth. Offset's real name, government name, is Kiari Kendrell Cephas, which is literally the blackest name I've ever heard. Kiari Kendrell Kendrell Cephas. 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 Yes, I, you know, like, I think we did, um, who was it? Um, uh, Very Smart Brothers was like, they had like a what's the blackest name contest. And it was like Washington and it beat out Jenkins. And he was like, I was wrong. Because if, if I knew that Cephas was in contentious, that clearly <laughs> would have won. Because this is literally the blackest name like oh, I've ever heard in my life. man. Cephas. Yeah, so the baby has his first name as her middle name. And his last name, of course. And culture, because, you know, Migos does it for the culture. Um, and yeah, culture with the K. And I was like, you know, you didn't know they, you know, that they were gonna name her Jennifer. So you know, uh, right? I mean, uh, she wasn't gonna be Anne. So. Yeah, but as you know, and as <laughs> names go, like this one as isn't. I'm sorry, it's not as bad as some of the ones I've heard. So I'm like, that's whatever. Um, well, I mean, if uh, yeah, it's not as bad. Um, again, if that if his last name is Cephas, then there, I mean, there's not there, like there was no getting around that. Like, right. So, you know, I mean culture. Uh, culture, right, but again, and then and like culture spelled with a K, whatever. But I mean still, like it's there's so many worse things that I've heard in my life. Again. Yeah, again, there's... elementary school teacher for a gazillion years. I've yeah. Had... Like I again, like I didn't teach elementary, but I did teach in the public schools for quite some time yes. and subbed also. So, I've been exposed to all kinds of names and sorry culture is not that bad it's no. you know and i would expect nothing less from no you know people cardi b yeah, yeah. cardi b mm-hmm. whose name oh. i can never re- pronounce i think it's bar belkerlees or belkerlees or something like that i can never pronounce her name anyway mm-hmm. so congrats to offset and cardi b on their little bundle no mm-hmm. pictures yet as of this taping no pictures yet Okay. Um, okay, so that's that. Um, the next thing, um, okay, I'm gonna skip down to this other thing and come back to the last thing. So I think that might take a little longer. Okay. Um, so did you see the Forbes article about Kylie Jenner? Oh, the thing about her being um self-made billionaire. Uh, billionaire. Soon to yeah. Be. Soon okay. To be yeah, so Forbes magazine, she's on Kylie Jenner is on the cover. You know, she has that cosmetic um, line. Um, and Forbes, their social media was how Kylie Jenner leveraged her massive social media following to build a $900 million cosmetics fortune, hashtag self made women. And so that's, you know, kind of their whole thing about, you know, her being self made or whatever. Mm-hmm. So our friends at dictionary.com. You know, they always come through with <laughs> they do. the definition. So they're like, they, you know, quoted this. This is on Twitter. Self-made means having succeeded in life unaided. Used in a sentence 
Forbes says that Kylie Jenner is a self-made woman. And so um, what happened next was People Magazine hopped in and was like, Dictionary.com shades Kylie Jenner after Forbes calls her a self-made almost billionaire. And so people had a lot of stuff to say about, of course, the Forbes article and that wording. And then People Magazine started to get a little bit of um, that kind of pushback, too, about their, you know, Dictionary.com being shady. It was Uh a little shady, but not true. The shade is, shade can be true. Shade is usually, shade is true. There's there's, there's always a thread of truth in shade. mm -hmm. So author, writer, Roxane Gay kind of responded to people and said, it is not shade to point out that Kylie Jenner isn't self-made. She grew up in a wealthy, famous family. Her success is commendable, but it comes by virtue of her privilege. Words have meanings, and it behooves a dictionary to remind us of that. Mm-hmm. So there you go. So yeah, like, you know, she did not inherit a billion dollars. So in that sense, She's self-made, but like Uh we succeeded, you know, unaided. Like this cosmetics company, I'm sure she did not come up with this idea. I'm sure this idea was presented to her and she kind of became, you know what I mean? So I was like, okay. And she's 20, by the way. Oh, wow. Um, (laughs) That's a trip. But yeah, like that I'm stuck on. Like, and you're twenty, and you're twenty. Like, how? Yeah, like that's the the. I mean, that was the key for me. Even more so of the, uh, the headline was how twenty year old Kylie Jenner, you know, built built any amount of fortune, no matter how she did it. You know, like right. So, but definitely defining it as self made, I think, is over the top and not yeah, like self made is not accurate, but like. It would be worth seeing, like, how she has, because it is commendable, because she leveraged social media yep. to get this happen. Because, like, her other sisters have ventures that haven't been as successful as hers. She got her some lips, came up with that lip line, and then extended that thing. And now mm-hmm. she just took the fillers out. Because so, there's a picture of her online. So I was like, oh, you look different. She's like, yeah, I took the fillers out. So now she done went back to being like her regular old self with the without mm-hmm. the big lips and the cheeks and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so I was like, you know, and was it Rob Kardashian had the sock line, you know, that didn't go anywhere. So I was like, it doesn't necessarily mean just because you are, as you've seen, it was very many rich people, just because you have a business or you start a business doesn't mean you're gonna be successful. So she did sure. absolutely have more than a step up on other people. But she has <clears throat> you know, done something to make this successful, and mainly because of her social media following and having all these young girls like want to emulate her and buy whatever she says to buy. It's kind exactly. of a thing. So you know, all right, girl, you you do your thing. And, yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope she keeps being smart with it and actually mm-hmm. like you know build some kind of legacy or does something meaningful with it. Yeah. Like, again, like if you get to the point where you are. Uh, on the verge of being a billionaire or already a billionaire like the hope would be that you turn that around and you know you built it on a bunch of you know like you said sort of frivolous stuff cosmetics and you know teenager teenage following and instagram Mm -hmm. followers or whatever Mm -hmm. but now that that's done and built like hopefully you turn around and do something actually meaningful with it and not just you know sit on a sack of money like uh scrooge mcduck 
Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, like, hopefully she has somebody besides her mother around her to help her in that direction. So, we'll right. See. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, Kylie Jenner. All right. So, Emmy nominations came out recently. Oh, okay. I have yeah. not been paying attention. Okay. Yeah. So, I think just today. So, um, it's kind of funny because I always think back to the as I was kind of going through and looking at you know the nominations I was like I am Issa Rae because literally I'm rooting for everybody black pretty much in every <laughs> category <laughs> so um, they noted one of the things that makes this year's Emmys um, different is for outstanding comedy series no modern family no veep you know of course no 30 rock because it's been off air but in the past you know several years the best, you know, outstanding comedy series has been won by one of those three series. So okay. now that they're, you know, not in contention this year, Modern Family was beat. I think their season was pushed back because Julia Louis-Dreyfus had a um, cancer treatment. Mm. Um, so, But Modern Family was not nominated this year, which... Well, I mean, I feel like they've they've had their run. Yes, but right. it was still like they've been had their run like at least three years ago. Like they should have been over, but sometimes mm. it takes you know. It takes a while, and I mean, you know, there's a big agenda with Modern Family as well. So yeah. I think it's hard to not to Hollywood to not let to let that lie. You know. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of okay. So the outstanding comedy series, Atlanta, um, nice. Barry, which up until today I thought was a TV series about a young Barack Obama. Um, <laughs> what is it about? Not, I think a hitman or something. I don't know. Really? It has it's a Bill, comedy? Yeah, it has Bill It's Hader like a dark comedy? It, I guess. I don't know. I, I just know Bill Hader's in it and I just really looked up and I was like, Bill Hader? I'm like, this is not about Barack Obama. So yes. Yeah, so, Bill Hader? Bill Hader um, was Stefan on Saturday Night Live. He's a comedian. Oh. I really enjoy him. I think he's quite funny. I'm okay. trying to think of something else he's been in, but you know, he's one of those Saturday Night Live people. Okay, okay so Blackish. Yay! Curb Your Enthusiasm, because that's back. Um, Glow, really? which is a Netflix, uh, Netflix series about. Oh, I watched like, the first season. A uh, Glow? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I didn't watch that. The Mar- Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I, I think didn't that's know that was a, a comedy. Um, it's Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Silicon Valley, which is that like Showtime H- or HBO. HBO? And Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, which is Netflix. So okay, those yeah. are, you know, the nominated outstanding comedy series. And of course, I'm Blackish had a great season with the whole bow and Blackish had Dre. a great season. Yeah. And Atlanta, you know, I just love Atlanta. Atlanta is so weird. Atlanta is so fantastic. Yeah. I would love to see Donald Glover walk away with that. That'd be great. That would be outstanding. And so outstanding drama series. Mm-hmm. Um nobody black but kinda. Um well this is us. So I'm like, you know, I love my Sterling and you know I love them, love um, them. the little black family Sterling um, Beth and Randall um, Beth and so Randall. yeah outstanding drama series The Americans the yes Crown. so yes you watch The Americans um, it's their last season too right yeah the, this last season was the finale it was so good yeah okay The Crown which of course 
I love, I love Game of Thrones, which I stopped watching because I've never seen. They all look alike. Um, the Handmaid's <laughs> Tale, which Ugh, is misery too porn. dark. Yeah. yeah, Stranger Things, which scared for me to watch. It's not um, scary. It's weird. Um, it's not this even is weird. A, yes, it is. This is us and Westworld. So again, I'm awesome. pulling for This is us because that's what I watch and I love it. And The Crown also because I love The Crown. I'm so actually, I would be happy with uh, one, two, three, four, four of these would be fine. I I have a sneaking suspicion that the hands may tail, handmade sale is going to take it just I because so people too. are like losing their mind over it and I don't get it. Like I'm like it's such misery porn. I don't even understand yeah. why why subject yourself to that, but whatever. But pe- people love it, so I'd be surprised if it doesn't win just because it's got such a stupid following. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, stupid following. You got friends who like that show. You don't have to call it stupid. Well, because I think it's a it's a miss. You don't like Future Gone Wrong. No, it's not just that it's Future Gone Wrong. It's the it's the level of like you said, like how dark it is. That I don't I don't know. I think it's tapping into something that is not healthy, and that. That I think bothers me more than anything. Yeah, and that's why I had to stop watching that other Orange is the New Black because it just got too like it was like you said like misery porn and it was just like over the top like this is unnecessary like this isn't you know it's like harmful like at a certain mm-hmm. you know right point. and that's yeah. what I mean like that that part of it I think that people get sucked into the drama of it and don't realize that there's a level that it's tapping into that just is not there's nothing to be gained there so okay so lead actor um anthony anderson and donald glover are up there's also some other people um like ted dancing the good place um i tried to watch that and i don't like it oh is that the one where it's like they're in heaven yeah but then it's actually hell sorry spoiler Sorry. Uh, I mean, yeah, for all the people that were lined up waiting to see the good place. <laughs> okay, again, best supporting actor in a comedy series, my Morehouse brother, Brian Tyree Henry, is up. Um, better known as Paperboy. Oh, so, Paperboy, Paperboy. Yeah, that is good. very exciting. Morehouse exciting. brother, and like, again, like Yale School of Drama graduate. And his Emmy <laughs> nomination is for playing Paperboy. Like, Paperboy. So much talent. So much talent. So um, much talent. So also Alec Baldwin is nominated in this category for, you know, his many, many um, impersonations on Saturday Night Live. Also Titus okay. Burgess for Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, you like Titus. I love Titus. He's hilarious. Um, again, lead actress in a comedy series, first time for a long, long time that Julia Louis-Dreyfus isn't in here, so this is going to give mm-hmm. some other folks a chance. Um, Lily Tomlin for Grace and Frankie, which I haven't watched mm-hmm. since the first season. Um, Tracy Ellis Ross from Blackish. Um, Allison Janney for Mom, which I love Allison Janney, but not really a huge fan of Mom. Who's Mom? It's her and God. The one that used to be married to Chris Pratt. That sounds awful. But the silly girl. 
Um, I can't remember her name right now, but I know her name because I've watched her in several movies. Um, and it's on the tip of my tongue, but I just can't remember right now. Um, okay. but yeah, she. It's been. I think it's a CBS show, and it's been on for years. Um, I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's not funny. But I don't. Um, I mean, whatever. I don't have cable. So. Yeah. Issa Rae for Insecure. Um, yay for mm-hmm. her, but I don't think she's a great actress, so I don't really care if she wins. Um, but Tracy Ellis Ross, yes, because again, this was a good um, season mm-hmm. for Blackish, and they kind of stretched themselves a little bit. Yeah, they did. Um, yeah, so um, I'm going to skip some of these others. So, lead actor in a drama series, um, Matthew Reese for The Americans. Jason mm-hmm. Bateman for Ozark, which I haven't watched. Have you heard of Ozark? Have you watched it? I've watched it. It's good. It's actually mm-hmm. very good. Jason Bateman's very good in it. Um, okay. It's kind of a... It, is it up for drama? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it, it's, it's definitely a drama. There's It's almost a dark comedy, but it could go either way. So, okay, cool. Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's good in that. Okay, and Ed Harris and Jeffrey Wright for Westworld, which I also haven't watched Mm-mm. no thank you um and sterling k brown and milo ventimiglia every time i go to say his name milo ventimiglia i get very afraid so for this is us both of them for nice. this is us so yeah. again i will be happy with my this is us guys winning yeah. um and then you know just your usual suspects carrie russell's up for the american lead actress in drama so is mm-hmm. my girl the um, Queen of England is up for the crown. Claire Foy. She's great. The guy who plays, you know, Prince Philip, he's up to for, um, I think, supporting actor or whatever. But this is their last year playing those roles. So it would be nice if they did win. Because mm-hmm. um, they're moving on to new yeah. um, cast members. New actors. For the, yeah. New actors. And oh, this is other the big thing. Um, Sandra O, oh, you know, previously of Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Has become the first and sideways. Asian and sideways of course Asian actress to um, be nominated for a lead actress in a drama series Emmy oh congratulations Sandra oh all right I was like good grief okay well I mean there's very few like star roles for Asian actors and actresses period so you know what I mean like that's well I mean they don't she's like an American like she I mean they're she could play a part that doesn't necessarily have to be an Asian person. They could write. Right, but that's you know, not what Hollywood does. They no cast they people. So yes, I know. Again, based like, on so, a certain yeah, look, a certain age, certain you know, mm-hmm. they want a certain thing for this part. But that has to do with yeah, writing character. So like, mm-hmm. and I every time when I think about representation for Black people, and then I see like you know like Asian people are even less represented as well as like don't get started on like Native Americans like where who, what like or any other kind of other right. group so congratulations Sandra oh good luck and that was for you. Killing Eve right I yep. really want to see that but it's on BBC again I don't have cable damn it hmm okay we can make that happen so yeah the girl from Orphan Black Carrie Russell's with us at yeah Elizabeth Moss from Handmaid's Tale she's probably gonna win she's probably gonna win again people are obsessed Evan Rachel Ross Wood rather I was like Evan Rachel Ross Evan Ross Evan Rachel Wood for Westworld 
Elizabeth Moss though is like a really good actress, and I just can't believe like how like she's um kind of transformed from you know I'm gonna say it being Zoe Bartlett on Westwood. Oh Jesus! And how she was very good on that, but now she's become like this like actor's actor kind of person. So it's like amazing. So good for her. Good job. Good job, Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Lizzie. Lizzie, is that what you call her? You know her? Yeah. 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 Okay. You know, when we were at a brunch, it's like, hey, Lizzie. Okay. Hey, Lizzie. All right. So that's kind of the end. Of course, more foolish has happened, but those are the ones that kind of struck my fancy, especially that whole Kevin Hart thing. I was just like, this is just so ridiculous. Oh, that's so ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. So something to look forward to. And when are the one is Emmy nights? I don't know. I'm sorry. Oh, that bit of wow. information. I was so busy trying to locate the um that's what took me the extra like little time. I could not find the um post for um Instagram to add to my notes. So I'm like tr- scouring the internet. I was like, okay, I just saw all of these things like all over the place yesterday. Now I can't like find them to like kind of, you know, clip snip them and like add them to my notes. So that took forever. So I don't know. Okay. I was like, they coming up, what, they use it like a few months? September 17th. Okay, fantastic. So yeah, a few months. Yeah, a few months. Very cool. Okay, okay. So, fun. Yeah, so I was like, you have to have time to campaign and whatnot, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For your consideration. For yeah. your consideration, screeners and whatnot. Yeah, it's very cool. Well, good. Yeah. Love a okay. good award show. Mm-hmm. Love a good self-congratulatory congratulatory award show. Hey, every industry has their awards, you know. Yeah, only one of those televised. (laughs) Yes, even um, yes, the people who are who create television, right? In movies, because they can do that, because they're the people. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I would love to see my local woodworking um, furniture builders their award show. Imagine. Oh Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's get personal. I know you have big news, and so do big I. Big news, so exciting! So yeah. I finally have a brand new car. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's all very exciting. Um, I I actually took delivery of it on. Uh, today, Thursday. So on Tuesday evening after work. Um, so I've been driving it for all of two days now. Um, uh-huh. And it's terrific. It's got that awesome new car smell. I really feel like that's what you pay for when you buy a new car. You know, uh-huh. <laughs> you can't get it any other time. It, when it fades away, it's gone. Um, even the little like fresheners that are supposed to be made to smell like that don't smell like that. So, what yeah. chemical do they put when they clean a car that like makes it smell that way? I don't know. I really honestly just think it's the combination of like all the new things. Like it's like that new fresh, you know, upholstery, whatever the upholstery is that you have, the new fresh mats, the like like everything. I think it's just a combination of like everything is just new and untouched and not lived in, you know, okay. so, but yeah, so it's got the new car smell and it's exactly the color combination that I wanted, which is the um, midnight blue exterior 
and the kind of creamy beige interior. Mm -hmm. Very classic navy and cream color combo. And, um, and uh, as important, it is basically the car that I had, <laughs> except with like, you know, just updated. Like my other car was a 2013, this one's a 2018. Because of that, you know, five years later, mm -hmm. like they've like, there's like lots of cool things that my other car didn't have. Like this one has the, um, the, uh, car, the Apple CarPlay. So when I plug my phone in, the apps show up on the touch screen. Um, so that's cool. And so there's just some like streamlined stuff that like it didn't mm -hmm. like my other car didn't have. Um, and um, it has the backup camera, you know, my other car didn't have the backup camera. Mm -hmm. So that's nice, nice little like additional safety feature. It's got a couple of little like safety features like where if you um, when you're trying to like change lanes, it's got a little like light on the side mirror. Oh my that... God. I love that. I rented yeah. a car that had that and I was like, I need this in my life. It's very so, helpful. So it, like, it when really you're, is. It, it like, you know, it flashes if there's somebody over in your blind spot so that you like, you can still obviously you should can and should still check over your shoulder, but, but it's an you, added little thing. Just it's like an added little thing. Camera, like, you know, yeah. you're still going to look back, but it's just like an added little thing. To, yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's awesome. really great. Yeah. So that's got like, you know, this new thing that's got the panoramic uh, moonroof. So the moonroof goes, you know, back further than, on my other car and um mm. so you know just little just little things you know so it's basically but in terms of drivability and all of that like everything is it feels like if I close my eyes it feels exactly the same as my other car like the where the buttons are and where the steering wheel is and how the seat sits in relation to everything where the armrest is all of that feels exactly the oh, same. that's good because that's always like the hardest thing to get adjusted to I hate that yeah, so I feel like I'm, I'm not having any adjustment period there. It's mainly just adjusting to, or like learning all about the things. And there's some things I still need to program. Like today I noticed that when I turn the car off, when I turn the ignition off, um, all the doors automatically open. So it's mm -mm. just, yeah, so it's set wrong. And I was like, no, no, no we are not just unlocking every door because I'm still sitting here for a minute gathering myself and I want the doors to be locked or, um, yeah, they're something... trying to stay sexy and not get murdered. I am trying to stay sexy and not get murdered. So please do not unlock all four of my doors. Mm -hmm. Um, while I'm still sitting in the car. So, you know, so I just need to like sit like this weekend, actually tomorrow and, um, Saturday, I'm sure I'll sit in the car for, hours on end reading my manual and programming things or whatever like you know just those little things that like you have to sit and take the time to do once and then you don't ever have to do them again I have a question uh, for you which made me think mm. about that when you like arrive at home how long mm -hmm. do you usually sit in your car before you get up out and go inside not long um I would say on average once I pull into my parking space and turn the ignition off anywhere from two to five minutes. And I would say longer on the longer side, on the five minute side, it might be because I'm like returning text messages that came through while I was driving or checking something that I was like, a, you know, checking emails to see if something I was waiting for came through or 
that sort of thing. Like, because I'm like taking care of something. Cause I know that once I get in the house, I'm going to be busy with the dog and the cat and whatever oh, I'm okay. going to forget. But I don't usually sit there at home. I don't usually sit there very long. And at work, I don't sit there at long at all. I just grab my stuff okay. and go. Why? How long do you sit? Um, usually like 10 minutes. What are you doing? Um, decompressing a little bit. Usually yeah. both ways. Um, yeah, I, I always sit there. Sometimes, like, yeah, it depends on, like, how crazy it is or how, like, the traffic was or... Sometimes it's me, like, returning text messages and phone calls. Sometimes it's just me, <sighs> just for a minute. Mm-hmm. Well, see, I just do that when I get inside. Okay. Yeah, but I was like, I need a little push to get me upstairs outside. Yeah, okay. Alrighty, but go on, continue. Because I posted so... that on um, Instagram once, and, like, a bunch of people were like, they do that, too. And I was like... Really? I thought I was the only one. And they're like, no. Okay. So I could see on. that if there was someone, if there was some, if I, I feel like if I lived with somebody, if I had like a husband or a roommate or even or whatever, I could see like, let me, these are my last few minutes to myself before okay. I, but I mean, it's just the dog and the cat. Like, I can do that yeah. in here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right. Continue. Sorry. Yeah. No, very good questions. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, so, yeah, so that is my big exciting news is my new car. I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. I already got the windows tinted, um, and it's just beautiful, and now I'm just waiting for, um, I, I'm going to keep my, my previous plates, my personalized plates, um, mm-hmm. but I need to wait for the, the ones that are assigned to me to arrive so that I can put the paperwork in with the DMV, whatever. It's like a whole thing. Um, and, um, you know, I've ordered my decals. I add my decals to it. Mm-hmm. Um, all that stuff, all the little personalizing stuff. But basically everything that was inside the other car is now inside this car. <laughs> like I could not get those things back into the car where they belong fast enough. Um okay. So, yeah, so it's perfect and great, and I'm super excited about it. And um, that's it. And I'm just glad that it's finally done and out of the way. I went four days with a rental, Thursday through Monday. Mm-hmm. I had, uh, as I said last week, for the first two days, I had a white Ford Mustang. Very fun car to drive, I have to say. If I ever get, like, a second, I've always um, been a big proponent of having two cars, um, and I could see my second car being something, and if not like a Ford Mustang, like something like that, like some very like not super functional, but fun muscle car, like sporty. And I, you know, how, what I think this could totally be funded by your new property. <laughs> of course, that's what you think. Oh my god! I can't help it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So awesome. uh, fun. Fun. So that was fun. Then the second car I had was just kind of this boring Hyundai Tucson, um, which was a good reminder of the kind of car that I don't ever want. So okay. there you go. There you go. Um, so yeah. So it was um, just a little bit of a gap in between cars. Not terrible. 
No. And um, and now I have a new ride, and it's just lovely. So um, it's just fun. It's fun to have something new. And oh, and I, oh, the other important thing is the name. Mm-hmm. So I always name my cars. Mm-hmm. And um, the car that I turned in, her name was Gracie Golf. Um, and just because she was, it was just, a, um, I was graced in being able to pay her off right off the bat and not have to have um, a payment with her and all of that. And so she was Gracie. Gracie's the one I turned in last week. So this car is also a Golf. Like I said, it's just a newer version of my old car. So I looked up names, female names that begin with G and went through many of them. But I decided that I would get her a German name since she's a Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. And so the German name that I found that I liked the meaning of the most was the name Gerd. It's actually spelled G-E-R-D-E, Gerd. And it means protected. And I was like, oh, that's a great name for a car, for a car mm-hmm. thing to be protected. You want to be protected while you're in your car. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but I was like, I don't really like how GERD sounds, but, you know, of course, you can take a name and do whatever you want with it. So I decided that her name is Gertie, Gertie Golf. <laughs> Gertie, so cute. And when I told our friend Annette about the name, she was like, I'm imagining a like stout German lady with like <laughs> with an apron on, and I was like, you know what? That's also what I imagine. <laughs> like a little German braid, kind of like, uh huh, like making you know baking strudel. Strudel. Or <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's funny because I said to you, she's like, yeah, kind of like short, and then her son, her oldest son, said, yeah, and stout. <laughs> And I was like, short and stout German lady. And I was like, you know what? If you look at the view of my car from the back. It's a short and stout car. It's a short and stout car. She's got, she's got junk in her trunk. Literally and figuratively. Oh, good grief. So, um, so yeah. So Gertie Golf is the name of my new car. And she's so cute. And she's my, you know, my favorite color, that midnight blue. Actually, she matches my living room walls. (laughs) Oh, and, and um yeah so that cream and cream and navy combination that i like so much okay so yeah so that's that's really it that's i mean that's that has consumed my every thought or most every thought and um focus for the last i feel like three four weeks yeah at least for the last we for weeks and for sure very intensely the last like week and a half has been all about the darn car so well, i'm very I'm happy it's over so happy that this is all resolved and Me you are too. enjoying your car and yes absolutely fantastic yay thank you oh the colonel's yeah. right here he says hello hi colonel oh he looked up Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna put food in this bowl while you tell me about your let's get personal. Um, so as you know, and apparently as everyone knows now, um, apparently because I keep talking about it, um, my birthday is on Monday, 
Um, so I am excited about my birthday. I'm um, so glad. Yeah, like I don't do a month long countdown like you. And I mentioned, I realized I kept mentioning it a lot when the fella was like, um, "Yes, I know because you keep saying that." If I say it a lot, okay, yeah, but yeah, my birthday is Monday. So, um, Georgia's gift to me um, for my birthday is that I have to get my license renewed, my vehicle registration renewed, rather. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, in addition to, so you pay a little more when you first get your car registered here in Georgia. Right. Um, But then a lot more. Yeah, but then every other year it's twenty dollars. Oh my god, that's so loud. And so, but also, you have to get an admissions test. That is so clankily clankily loud. So you have to get an admissions test as well. So yesterday morning, I spent time doing that. So I um, went to, I was going to go to the place I got my admissions last time, but then for whatever reason, my ways kept taking me to work when I was like, Every time I came, I was like, hey, do I need to go to work? I know I need to go to the office, but I'm going later. So every time I would put in one place, it'll I'll check. And I'm like, this is not the way that I need to go. And I look, and it's taking me to work. So I was like, what in the hell? So That's that happened, weird. It happened twice. And so and I literally put in those businesses and then, like, later check. I'm like, I'm not, this is not right. And I look, and it's, like, taking me to work. So twice. So I ended up going to another place, which was just as easy. <laughs> wow. And across the street from one of my favorite restaurants. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go get my emissions test done. And then I'm going to go. And I was like, again, like, this is a California car. Like, I will have no problems passing. Right. in Georgia. Not, yeah. Not concerned. So walked across the street, got my little, had a little lunch, posted on my personal Instagram. Oh, my God. I had, like, Sunday dinner on a Wednesday afternoon. It was way too much. But it was so good. Um, And then I went to the, on the way to work, there's Uh the tag office. So I stopped there, literally went in, told them, like, there were two people in front of me, told them what I was going to do. Because I could have done it online at that point. I was like, well, no, I have to get the admissions. Like, let me just do it in person, whatever. And so gave, you know, she's like, what do you need to do? And I was like, I need to do the, you know, get the registration renewed. She's like, all right, gave me a number. And I was like, this is my number? Because I was like, Uh that's only, like, that's the next number. So literally, I sat down for five minutes. They called my number, went, like, all the, you know, stuff, your insurance information, your admissions gets, like, transmitted to them. And uh-huh. she was like, okay, you pay your $20, pay for $20. She handed me my sticker and I walked out the door. Like it literally all took, my lunch took longer than both of these transactions. So oh, that's terrific. Yeah. So I had it all done like pretty much within an hour. So like, again, driving took probably more time than, yeah, both of these transactions together. So it was great. So while it's annoying, Georgia, thank you for this being so easy. <laughs> And I'm so glad. nothing like the California DMV because yeah. you actually don't pay for your registration at the Georgia De- Department of Driver Services. You hmm. do it at the tax commissioner's office and it's by county. Okay. And so, um, yeah. So it's like a totally different thing until we forever to figure out 
what the heck? I was like, what? You don't go to DMV for this? No. Okay. All right. Go here. Okay. Great. So yeah. So slap that on, and I'm good to go. And again, good for a year. Yeah, right? good for a year. My highlight of until my birthday again, which is that's the only annoying thing. Like you try to like do stuff for your birthday, and like you don't want to take care of business. That's the last thing you want to do is take care of business. <laughs> right. And I was like, let me get this done before Monday. Um. So yeah, so also um, I'm looking forward to all of my little free treats. So tomorrow I'm going to get my Sprinkles Cupcake at some point. Nice. Um, probably next Tuesday I'm going to go to Benihana with yeah. my cousin. Um, also, Grima- I told you Grimaldi's, which is oh, an right. awesome pizza place that originated in Brooklyn. But we first went, like, in Arizona, and then they opened one in L.A., and so I got my gift certificate for my free pizza for my birthday, and I was like, oh, God, is there one even here? And, of course, there isn't. The closest one is in Greenville, South Carolina, so what is your girl doing? She's going with Bestie and the girls. We're going to South Carolina after I get my pedicure on Monday. Um, to go to Greenville, South Carolina, so that I can have my pizza. And also, there's apparently, like, one of the travel bloggers that I follow, she actually highlighted Greenville, South Carolina today, which I was like, perfect timing. Because Bessie was like, there's nothing to do in, in um, Greenville, South Carolina. And I was like, well, there has to be something. I was like, I saw, like, a really nice park or the garden or whatever. So apparently there are these beautiful waterfalls. Um Oh, nice. At this park. So we're going to go, you know, walk around the waterfalls, take some pictures. So nice. that, so birthday, so nice, relaxing. Yay, no work on Sunday or Monday. Um, like there was an That's open right. house that I was like, it is my birthday weekend. I will do that next weekend. So, yeah. No work, I'll play. Free yes, yeah, Sunday on and Monday, yeah. Enjoy my free treats on my Rita's. Gotta get that in there. Oh, I had some. Oh, yeah, when I was in LA. It's delicious. So yummy. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Oh, and there's an ice cream social on Sunday, too. That ice cream social. social. Yeah, so I finally figured out what they were doing. So this city, um, local city, I'm not gonna say what city it is, but it's a city, you know, in um, county near Mm -hmm. Atlanta, city of Atlanta, near South Fulton. Anyway, so they are having ice cream social and you're only allowed to have one ice cream at this ice cream social. And so I realized what it was. It's not the businesses that are hosting it. The individual city departments and agencies are buying the ice cream for the citizens, for like the people. And I was like, okay I guess that's a way to do it so yeah so now I kind of see it but I still volunteer to help them plan events in the future because that's right why I am because I this would have been I'm already feeling you know build a bear catastrophe size (laughs) um problem happening on Sunday and I'm like I'm gonna help y'all because y'all need some help so that's funny that's so yeah, that's it, girl. Nice. Well, that's plenty. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing fancy. No big, you know, 2019. 
we are going somewhere. We are going for sure. We are for sure. I'm claiming it. I don't know where I'm going. I'm going somewhere where there's nice water and beaches, and I'm going to lay out somewhere. Ooh, I can I can feel the sea, the breeze on my face right now. Oh my gosh! And did you listen to our favorite podcast? Um, yes, but oh yes, they um, talked all about Hawaii. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so I was totally thinking of us. I was like, oh my god, they're. She totally, um, the host, um, one of the hostesses on our, one of our favorite podcasts was going on and on today about her trip to Hawaii, how she spent eight days there, how she was completely like unwind, unwound from the, you know, just life or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is just what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just been talking about it last on the last episode. How I you know. Need a that's vacation. I was like, I'm not even going to talk about it, but I'm going to have my little mini biocharger vacation tomorrow so that'll (laughs) help me a little bit to get centered but otherwise yeah I need you have to explain biocharger okay it is kind of like a holistic health thing um it's like a little machine like first of all let me just say that I am a doubting Thomas when it comes to a lot of these holistic Mm -hmm. um kind of interventions however we have a wonderful friend who is a doctor who we also refer to as mama mama juju (laughs) who um at her medical practice has a entire room kind of set up with detox services and um also this um holistic machine this biocharger and basically, it looks like the flux capacitor. It does. It so if looks like it's going to take are... you to the 1950s. Yeah, if you don't get that reference, that means you're too young to listen to this. Anyway, so you're not our people. No. <laughs> you are not our people, for sure. So the flux capacitor, and you just sit next to it, and it sends out, like, vibrations and wavelengths or whatever. And she sets it based on what you need improvement with. So mm-hmm. I think we did like sleep and allergies. And mm-hmm. honestly, like I had, um, I saw results based on like, mm-hmm. this, like we did it for like an hour or something. Uh, maybe a little less than an hour. I think all together mm-hmm. it was probably like 40 minutes or something. I don't know. Cause I started to like fall asleep. Like it was Well, yeah, so... you were out. So you didn't know what time it was. Yeah, so it was fantastic. It was so great. I'm going to get it done tomorrow, too. So in exchange for babysitting services. So That's a great exchange. <laughs> it really is. Because, again, babysitting all of my friends' kids is, like, the easiest job ever. Because they are just such chill kids and kind of, like, whatever. So cute. So sweet. Yeah. Well, the twins are not chill because they're toddlers. But uh-huh. still very adorable so adorable yeah yes um yeah so excited can't wait to get on the biocharger and so have a weird but fun for me birthday weekend (laughs) yeah I think it sounds lovely Uh, yeah yeah it really like you know just pales in comparison to other former birthday weekends but still I'm very happy about it but it's an odd year. What is it? 42? Yeah. 42. Yeah. You hesitated. Because you hesitated. No, I didn't think about it. I was like, wow. 
that was two years ago. Forty-two. Yep, that's it. Because I'm still just getting used to saying that I'm forty-one. So wow, like that, that took you a while. Yeah, because it's such a yeah. <laughs> it is like an odd number, and then again, with no one believing that I'm forty-one, which I'm just like, okay, well, like guess what? I'll be forty-two in a couple of weeks. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Yay! Okay. Well, very exciting birthday weekend. Hooray! Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome sauce. Awesome sauce. Huh? Oops, Lord, you are sounding all kind of whoa, whoa, whoa! Come back, come back. Hello. There you are. Uh, decide to come out, my. So it's time to end. So go on. <laughs> My headphones came out. Oh, is that what that was? It sounds yeah. all kinds of crazy. Um, okay, well, good. Glad you're back. Um, all right, well, I mean, I guess that's everything. Right? Yep, that's it. <laughs> Hit it. But we'll, do, we'll do it again next week, though. Mm, yeah, sure. Why not? Mm-hmm. You'll have to report back on your birthday. Sure. That'll be your book report. My birthday pot. <laughs> All right, girl. Bye. Bye. Wait, tell me everything is written and produced by Kristen and Andrea. Find all available listening platforms at anchor.fm forward slash wait, tell me everything. Subscribe, rate, and review to help us get the word out and get social with us on our Facebook page or follow us on Twitter and IG at wait, tell me pod. Feedback or questions, something you want us to talk about, email us at wait, tell me everything at gmail.com. <laughs>